Welcome to Asking the Podcast, where four friends come together to expound on the everyday life questions that we all have. From the mundane to the profound, we're here to share our thoughts and insights on all things that make us all human. Join us as we explore the complexities of relationship and everything in between. So sit back, relax, and get ready to join the conversations as we dive into the questions that shape our lives. This This is Asking. Hey, everybody. (laughs) All right, so we start off this episode by highlighting these lovely drinks. What's they called, honey? The Sleeping Beauty. The Sleeping Beauty, honey. This is 1800 mango tequila mixed with strawberry simply lemonade. And raw cranberry juice. So cheers. Cheers. Second episode. Ooh. Mm. Oh, I did my thing. Mm-hmm. It's a little this tart. So it hit mm-hmm. right here. It hit right here. Right there. I could see it putting this to sleep though. Yes. Right. And it's yeah. so chill. Mm. Mm. And I also got the little rose thing from Shein. It's so cute. Check out our Instagram, y'all, to check the little reel that mm-hmm. I'm gonna make. Yeah, that shows exactly how I put this together. It's so cute. Getting together, <laughs> this is us together. Yeah. All right. How was week? I guess I'll start. <laughs> y'all looking at me. My week was so hectic. Like everything that could go wrong went wrong. That storm that happened, my power was out. I want to say for a good. 14, 16 hours, a lot of people's power was out for like three plus days. Internet out for like 72 hours. Like, y'all know I can't operate with no internet. I have (laughs) smart TVs, have every device you can think of, and nothing was working because of no internet. It finally came back on, I want to say like Thursday, no, Friday. Friday night it came back on. Everything started Mm -hmm. going right starting Friday. So um, we celebrated, me and Jalen celebrated our one year anniversary yeah. yesterday. So that was really fun, really sweet. Yeah. So since Friday, everything's been on, up and up. But Monday to Friday morning, like it was so hectic, just everything going wrong. What about what about you? It ended good. Oh, that's all that matters. Right, right. Me, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I was working. Um. Your step challenge and work. Oh, girl, step challenge. I have. I'm on the little step challenge at work. <laughs> so I'm just. I'm honestly been yeah. her arm. Oh, really? I've been. Yeah. Are you still in first place? Where are you at? I don't know. I'm probably not because we've been walking. Yes, you have. You've been <laughs> walking, You've been walking, walking up and down Yeah, this counts. Yeah. But um, so yeah, I'm in a step challenge for work. So honestly, that has consumed my week because <laughs> I want to stay in first place. Um, other than that. My little, my little bubble. I ain't really been doing anything. My week, I was working all week. Um, did anything interesting happen? <laughs> I know I have been. I don't know if you want to speak on it. The crumble, crumble cookies. <laughs> 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 so I did get some crumble cookies delivered to work that we all um, eat from home. We ain't gotta go in for that. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, um, you know, just I don't know. If I'm I'm gonna assume it was a friendly gesture because we haven't talked about anything that's not like outside of a friend's home just mm-hmm. yet. Okay. 
So it was a friendly gesture. He felt bad. So he just, well, not, not anything that he did to me, but he felt bad, like, you know, because he felt like he wasted my time with some work-related stuff. And so he was like, oh, let me just get you some crumble cookies, which, you know, I'm trying to lose weight, but they was good, and I definitely <laughs> ate the whole box. For the whole and that's how you know he, he got know, the he, he got the single. six pack. Yeah, mm-hmm. He had got the six pack. pack. Oh yeah, that's a big, not the four pack. The six. He got that's the six huge. pack. Okay, mm-hmm. Hello. he got money. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good thirty dollars. Okay, also cool. I think that is so cute, right? I think that is so cute. Well, no, he delivered them. Oh, okay. he brought them in. Yeah, mm-hmm. so. I think I think that was so cute because you took time out of your day and he got me some cookies and you personally brought them to me. Right. That was and they good. They good. Yeah. Oh my week, my week was stressful. I feel like I had an eventful week. My AC stopped working. What was that Tuesday? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, my day, whatever he put my TV up, but we didn't have the right tools. So I had to drive all the way to my mom's house. I got there, her refrigerator wasn't working. Oh, Lord. Um, <laughs> yeah, family drama. This weekend, though, was pretty eventful. I really been out. So most people, I just be out, out. And barely be home. Like, I'd never be in the bed by 10. And I'd be driving with 10. And you got, and you got one more pool to be at, and don't invite so, me. So look, Ooh. let me tell y'all. I, it's really last minute. Like, as soon as I was leaving out of my photo shoot yesterday, I had called my friend, and I was like, if she don't answer, I'm just going home. I was headed to the restaurant, and then she called me, and she was like, oh, yeah, I'm still here, because I forgot what time it started, but she was like, oh, I might leave around this, so I'll let you know if I'm not there. She was like, we'll just meet another time, but I called her. She didn't answer, and while I was on the road, she was like, oh, yeah, I am here, and she was like, well, where are you? I was like, oh, I'm on front with you. And she was like, well, oh, it's actually seven minutes away from that. So I was like, oh, I, she was like, and we have food. And that's why I really yeah. went, because I was so hungry. Scared. I Let was hungry. This is about. No, right? <laughs> I was super hungry. So yeah, this week has been hectic. I'm glad I'm done with the photo shoot. I'm glad we here. Yes. <laughs> and two, we right. an excessive heat warning. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, oh for like two weeks. Yeah. This is going to be the hottest Oh what? my god. What was oh, not oh, that's just the beginning. Yeah. What AC. were the other two weeks? Last well, you said other two weeks were the start of the uh abomination. That, that wasn't was, ex- <laughs> that wasn't excessive. We had a five minute yeah, hurry. No, it was hey. excessive. We you had a five oh, y'all had yeah. a five minute hurry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They so, said the wind speed was so high, it was like a five minute hurricane. And I told you I called AT and T and the reason for the Wi Fi being out. They said they had to drill new holes into the ground. Y'all it was trees had uprooted yeah out the ground Benches we had a, and everything. a five the planes at the airport by my house yeah, moved yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nothing moved they, they moved they had them planes in uh neutral they What's was hydraulics because the front wheel was off the ground <laughs> yeah. okay the yeah. front wheel <laughs> imagine if the hurricane was so bad that bad boy pushed <laughs> off the track yeah. they pushed up to the airport love we have just, mercy was yeah. oh, yeah. that getting close to us <laughs> Holding, they wasn't holding because uh, I'm this playing. storm was. I know this storm was different because usually 
spring where I live at, we don't get that at much all. severe weather, let alone like a hurricane. Even and for the light, the power to be out, not at that no, the weather and the power never been My whole two years of living here, I never had a power outage. Uh, the weather simulation has been jacking up. It's in a glitch in the government person back there. He must have went on a break and accidentally hit the wrong. Right, he did. He they did. said summer. <laughs> like it turned out the because they moved hurricane season up. They did. We and already hurricane. And it is in August. Three of them already out there. Yeah, yeah but one of them dissipating. Y'all, I think I'm about his wrath. Y'all keep stopping me from buying his wrath. All right, I think that, that's called the wrath is gonna wrap up. I will uh, catch up. Let's catch up. Oh, another conversation. Y'all prepare as Miss Girl. Anyway, it's time for the cold cookie. So, y'all ready to get into this topic? Let's get it. So, for this episode, y'all, we're going to be talking about expectations while dating relationships now that's our general question but we have a few broken out more detailed questions that i'm really interested for us to hear everybody's perspective on it so gender roles do y'all believe in gender roles you know and what's your take on it i'll go first so as far as gender roles at one point Hold on, I'm going to change my answer because I actually do kind of <laughs> believe in gender roles. I do feel like the man should lead. Like, he sets the tone mm-hmm. for the family. If he lying, manipulative, that means everybody in the house is in disarray. If he not good with his finances, the, the bills ain't being paid, I'm stressed out. So I do believe in gender roles in that sense that the man should lead. Now, does that mean that he has to take care of everything mm-hmm. no but the two main things i don't like to do is take out the trash and pump my own gas <laughs> that's it but as far as everything else i do feel like relationships are a partnership like y'all should go mm-hmm. at it together and it should could change every day you know like some days 50 50 some days 80 20 some days right. 70 30 like it really depends on what's going on like i'm not about to ask you to do a whole bunch of stuff if your mama just died you know, like, right. I expect right. Right. Yeah. and if I have a baby, I want to be treated like a panda. Hello, <laughs> that's that's like an Asian term, like, yeah, you're treated like a panda because yeah. very yeah. gentle. They be and you know, I seen this clip, um, on TikTok where it said that her and her husband, she was like, if he comes home for work and be like, hey, I got 20 today. Mm-hmm. And she was like, okay, well, I'll pick up Brand the 80. Brown. That's, That's what it was. Yeah, mm-hmm. he was. she was like, well, I'll pick up your 80 slack. And then vice versa. She was like, I only got 10% today. I'm yeah. tired. And she and I think she, she's a stay-at-home mom. Well, I, she's like a um, mental health advocate. Okay, so she just works from home. Yeah. Basically, yeah. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I only got 10 today. And even though he just got off of work, he was like, well, I'll pick up your slack. I think that is that's like really that. yeah that's yeah, really like that. you know that comes like that's a better perspective of 50 50 because like i said that could still be considered as 50 50 because you giving you giving me you giving me what you got and i'm giving you what i got mm-hmm. we 50 50 in the communication and Thank that's you. what i was going to say that takes a level of communication right. understanding that we're not always going to be 100 percent ourselves like just just this week alone like we all had different things going on to where it's just like bro like today Wednesday is not I it for me. It. By this time of the week, it's not it, it for me. Right? Yeah, my AC going out. I called a list. I almost cried. Like yeah, I legit I almost cried because I don't have the money to fix my AC. And he was like, "Hold up, 
before you call. Like, he was giving me everything. And for me, like, y'all know, if something's going on, like, you, well, did you try this? Did you try that? Like, I feel like we all the same. It wasn't yeah, helping yeah. me no, because no. I was flustering trying to find yeah. He said, let me try one thing. He went outside. I heard that. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> and he was like, oh, all right, it should work now. And I was like, oh, my. That's beautiful. I, a man yeah. that can fix it. I sent him some money. He was like, girl, Aww. I did. I gas some. I can't afford his gas, but I sent him <laughs> some for some food because I was just like, wow, that yeah. really like helped me out. Mm -hmm. And it like general, I ain't fixing no AC. Right. And I feel like that's the thing too. Like you need somebody, like you said, it's a partnership. Right. That's why I read on like boyfriend, girlfriend, like we're partners. Right. And to that point, <laughs> to that point though you need somebody to like calm you down and be the level-headed one in crisis mm -hmm. you need that person that's like yeah. in crisis like let's just take a deep breath like you sit right here take a deep breath calm down then let's tackle the issue you said something and i feel like the you titles could, the titles yeah. the do you titles. believe in titles i believe in i believe in like the commitment level and titles to a certain extent like, I don't like, lab if you don't really like that term and want to be labeled that, I and I feel like it's more so a partnership. I'm not taking ownership of you or trying to take control of your life and, like, who you are as a person. Like, we are a partnership working together for something bigger. So if somebody was like, oh, who is this? You going to introduce them as their name? I would say this is my partner. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'll say this is my partner or I can interchange it and I think it depends on the person like Jalen doesn't mind like this is my boyfriend this is my partner because mm -hmm. yeah you want to express to people that certain level of commitment mm -hmm. if you just if you just say their name that doesn't express the commitment level but right. if you say this is Jalen my partner this is Jalen my boyfriend yeah. yeah I feel like the lines get blurred though when you kind of like dating especially in this new age because mm -hmm. one of them let me say one of them person i don't know why if you say that like i got a whole thing where i really don't but he was like um we're talking i was like no we're not talking we're spending money on each other if i was talking we could have did that on instagram mm -hmm. i spent gas yeah. to get here yeah. mm -hmm. we dating with this it's one like, we, we, yeah like we've been out a few times for me i'm big on titles because i only give so much depending on the title you're not going to get certain things out of me as a girlfriend until i'm your wife and then right. as your wife, I'm giving certain things to you. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like, as a boyfriend, I'm not co-signing. You're not using my credit. I'm not living with you. If I do have a kid, it's my choice. I'm doing it because of me. It don't have nothing to do with you. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm going to still own up to my responsibility. But whether you're here or not, I know I can do it. But if right. I feel like I can't, then, you know, we'll have that conversation. But... Even then, like, I don't, don't even want to have kids with somebody. Like, it's safe sex until marriage, you know, mm -hmm, kind of a thing. Mm -hmm. So I have to, like, set that boundary with myself because I feel like people can take too much. So it's that term, like, you're not giving girlfriend treatment, wifey treatment. Mm -mm. Like, those are extreme things. Like, of course, like, we don't want to have kids if you're not married or something like that. Or you're not co-signed on nothing until you're married. But, like, wifey treatment, because some people consider wifey treatment, like, cooking, cleaning, you washing his clothes, folding his clothes. Like, some people oh, consider that wifey treatment. Do you yeah. do that in girlfriend stage, dating no. stage? Because we shouldn't be living together if if we're just girlfriend boys. But if you're dating and in a committed relationship, some of his things are going to be at your house. And but I'm not doing his full laundry. Mm -hmm. I'm not folding your drawers, your socks, your t-shirts, your work clothes, and ironing them, hanging them up. 
Uh, what, no, not all right, that. whatever's at my house, I yeah, I'm gone because I ain't gonna leave a dirty pile of clothes at my house. But I'm also not gonna go to your house too and do your laundry. Like, nah. It's but what about house. cooking and cleaning? Because if he's at my house, I cook. I'm gonna clean my house and I'm gonna cook <laughs> if you're at my house. But I'm not gonna go to your house and clean mm -hmm. up your house yeah. and meal prep for you. Like, yeah, that's yeah. that's that's a wife. That's yeah. I yeah. look not, my experience. I won't say not, <laughs> not ill prepping, but if I'm at his or her house, because I they both, if I'm at their their house and we want to eat, I'm 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 not cooking. Right. Like I'm mm -hmm. not this isn't something that I'm just doing like, oh I gotta go over there, I gotta cook and no, I'm right. I'm cooking because I gotta Cause eat because I want but to you here. Right. So I mean you gotta eat too, so let's eat together. Yeah, yeah, right. I feel like it's weird cooking in somebody else's space, though. Like really? I prefer, yeah, I prefer to cook in my own space. Like I'll do for you when you're with me in my right. space, exactly. and I expect for you to do for me when I'm in your space. Like y'all know, mm -hmm. even with y'all, I don't come into y'all space, even though we've been best friends for well, like um, ten years or well over ten years. I don't come in y'all house and get to cooking and doing all this stuff like it's mine. Mm -hmm. I sit my butt down. Like, can mm -hmm. I do this? Can I do that? And I feel like that's how it should be. If I don't pay for it, I'm not about to use it. Mm -hmm. Right. For me, I guess, like, the more I was in, the more I am in my relationship with Jalen, um, I feel like it's interchangeable. Mm -hmm. And it's not so much as this is mine, this is yours. It's, like, kind of we're meshing, not husband and wife but it's just like if you're here you're going to be here for more than six plus hours we gotta eat and it's yeah. like interchangeable like you can cook out the kindness of your heart i can cook we can figure out to go get something to take out but i don't mind cooking in his space yeah. he doesn't mind cooking in my space he's not a big cooker we gotta eat somehow we don't always want to go out to eat but it's not a chore yeah. I feel like when it's a chore, then it's like, why am I doing this? This is wifey stuff. Yeah. It's not a chore. It's just like, we got to eat. And this is how we eat. Yeah. yeah. And it just really depends on the person, too. Because, like, the more you're in that space, you, you're more comfortable. The more comfortable. You're not there. Mm -hmm. that's, if you just really dating multiple people and you're not really in their face much, no, I'm not And that person has to make you comfortable. Exactly. At their, so you can, space. you'll be able to tell. You'll be mm -hmm. able to tell once you're in a space. But, yeah, if it's a a space that you frequent and you start to learn where everything at and they're they're like yeah go you go get that or you know you want to go get it, you can go get it especially if they're open about it and it's like okay cool. yeah mm -hmm. i think too with that like don't be wifey material don't show wifey material or wifey things when you're in the girlfriend stage it's kind of like but how is the guy supposed to know you can mm -hmm. be their wife if they don't see the wifey things in you like how mm -hmm. can they know this is what you will do as a wife if you kind of don't at least do some of those things as a girlfriend like he may not like your cooking anyway you never cook anyhow. it's not that you never cook my thing is you you can't bring every like naomi said you can't be having unprotected sex with a man that's not your husband because if you do get pregnant now you're giving him a part of you that you should have saved for your husband. Well, that's not what I or, mean. No, I didn't or, mean like this. Well, no, I'm saying like <laughs> even with even with the cooking, if you if you getting up at four o'clock, not saying that this is what you're not. Mm -hmm. I'm, 
But you getting up at four o'clock in the morning, making his breakfast, packing him a lunch for work, making and then sure making sure he got dinner every night. That's what a wife would do. Yeah. But I, I, I'll cook. Of course, if you in my presence, I'm going to cook for you, make sure you eat. But I'm not finna make sure you got breakfast, lunch and dinner because mm-hmm. like that's a lot on me. Yeah, you know, and you could go like, cause I'll um I just feel like I'm just key words like you saying every night like yeah every night that's insane right but the way he'll be able to see and learn one firstly is he'll see how you take care of yourself right and you're cooking right. for yourself he's like okay bet and then you know what I'm saying you'll end up mm-hmm. cooking just cooking for him randomly it's not something that you're right. just doing every day and he's expecting mm-hmm. every day mm-hmm. um so. That's how he'll see it. But yeah, it's not at every because I'm not gonna lie, sometimes like if me and my boo sleeping over each other's house and my boo got off and is well not got off, but had a rough night or a rough morning or whatever, I'll I'll pack the lunch. I'll you know what I'm saying? Like I'll make sure the morning goes good for that person. Mm. But that's not an everyday thing. Right. Yeah. They're gonna remember that. Like Right. Psh- I, this is she can do that. Yeah. She can. I feel like even then, when I get married, I don't want to cook every day. Like I feel yeah, like that should be interchangeable. Yeah, or we can meal prep yeah. together, like when yeah. we get married or something. I, one of the things that I do, and I've been doing this in college, I think Kate know, is I fix enough food to <laughs> to, to eat off of me. breakfast, lunch, <laughs> and dinner for three days yeah. because I don't like grocery shopping. Mm-hmm. So for myself, I personally. As soon as I'm done cooking, I'll put everything in a little meal prep yeah. boxes so it's easy for me mm-hmm. to grab. Mm-hmm. And at that point, it's like you can grab one, you can go. Right. Even in my last team. relationship, I was like, oh, it's food in there if you want to get it. Now I don't have no food because I don't really be here like that. <laughs> but, you know, it was like that. Like, you get in there and grab it. Right. But for me, the whole mindset of, oh, I'm putting stuff in a yeah. bento box. For the- I wouldn't even do that for my kids. <laughs> this $20, you better eat that school lunch. Mm-hmm. Like, it's I'm not, not as clear cut and clean as yeah. people make it describe. Like, I don't want to, in my head, it's- My bad, y'all. Technical difficulties. We're new. Yes, <laughs> it's with us. Give us some time. Well, we're just going to go ahead. I feel like we had a great start to our conversation. Mm-hmm. We're going to move on to the next question. What is the hardest thing for men to understand about women and vice versa? What do y'all think? Mm. What you think? What you think? Oh, we going with me? Whoever. Mm. Whoever okay. have an answer. Um, I actually asked this question similarly like last night with Bay. I was like, do you feel like men are like misunderstood a lot or men had it harder than women? And he was like, no, because it's still a man's world. And I was like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, elaborate. He was like, regardless, men still rule a lot. Um, and they technically still make a lot of the rules. Like think of like mm-hmm. Middle mm-hmm. Eastern, mm-hmm. like Middle Eastern cultures or certain cultures, like even where it's like hierarchy down, like women are still kind of subsidiary in a lot of cultures. Mm-hmm. And I honestly didn't even look at it that way. Mm-hmm. I do feel like, um, Wait, what was the question again? This <laughs> what is the hardest thing for men to understand about women and vice versa? I wouldn't I don't know if it's necessarily that um if men don't understand us, I think we don't do a great job at communicating mm-hmm. as women. I feel like we are sometimes well let me just say for me, yeah. let me not generalize. Mm-hmm, yeah. For me, I know I don't speak up enough. Mm-hmm. 
about how I'm feeling. And after a while, I feel like you should just know if I'm upset because I'm not saying nothing. And it's like, no, you need to say this bothered me. I'm sleepy. I'm tired. I'm upset. I just want to cry. I just need a hug. Like, I have to get out of the sense of he should know me by now like mm -hmm. in my past relationship although we were together for you i'm like you don't know when i'm sleepy or when i'm upset he was like no because your face looked the same <laughs> you know, all throughout. so i feel like for me i have to do a better job at communicating it's not that they don't understand because they simple creatures they're very simple yeah but sometimes some can be so simple that even if you do communicate for some reason, it just don't translate. Girl, you like, like Oprah right now. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, like it just don't translate. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know how they say what? Who kids or some people have like short term memory loss or also selective hearing. Mm -hmm. Um, and this is not just for men. It can go the other way. Like women, mm -hmm. um, the man could be communicating you know mm -hmm. how he's feeling and the woman is she checked out mm -hmm. she out of there so mm -hmm. yeah. i feel like for us we are a little bit more complex yeah. and for a lot of men it is like point a point b and for them it's very much no a lot of men know emotions we're more emotional and i mean for me i'm a very emotional person so everything that happens has an emotion attached to it mm -hmm. and for me like my drawback is that i'm a therapist so i literally thrive on emotions like daily mm -hmm. like i'm always like wondering what emotion is leading us here mm -hmm. like what emotion am i feeling right now and i try to be in tune with Jalen's emotions and i feel like the hardest thing for sometimes not only him, but I feel like most men, like, it's emotions. Like, sometimes they don't really know what to do with our emotions. And sometimes we have big emotions. And then we just have, like, um, spectrum of emotions to where sometimes they just have this one, C, mm -hmm. B, and D. It's not, like, a large spectrum like ours is. Mm -hmm. um, and a lot of men, too, don't really know how to communicate. And I feel like when I hear, like, a lot of my friends and, like, sis my sister and family members get into relationships it's like you got to teach them how to like communicate a little bit more and talk it out i think i think that's where the downfall of the understanding is too just understanding how to communicate with us with women mm -hmm. black men just need to understand oh i didn't even mean to say black men because it's all men but unfortunately i only have experience with black men yeah. um, so, <laughs> we love our black Not, men we love all black men, men. Yes. y'all are very valued here we can only use y'all as examples because I don't think any of us have dated outside of our race. No, oh, I have um, dated outside of our race, but mostly black men. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I mean, that's the only thing I can speak upon. Mm -hmm. But I just, just better understanding how to communicate with us. Mm -hmm. Especially me, I'm a talker. We can talk, we gonna talk. We, we gonna, gonna talk, talk about we gonna it. sit down we and gonna talk about it. The maturity level of the person also plays into a lot. Mm -hmm. and like their upbringing like some people it really until you're 24 that's when your brain start to fully develop mm -hmm. but we know some men they're a little bit further behind and that's been <laughs> clinically proven 27 28 right that's been clinically proven so i feel like you really have to look and pay attention mm -hmm. and be aware of who you're interacting with because mm -hmm. some people although they might be very analytical and very logical like 
then when it comes to certain people, they may not pick up on certain things. So mm -hmm. it depends. And I feel like me being an emotional person, I have to be more aware of those analytical people. They think differently, mm -hmm. you know? So it's like, you gotta be aware of your partner and like Naomi right. said, be aware of your audience, like who you're speaking to and how do they receive that message? Because how Naomi receives a message is how Kay receives Woo. a message. So I gotta communicate differently. Yes. And like your last partner, the way they would communicate and receive a message isn't the same with like a new partner. That is mm -hmm. over. I struggled with that really hard in my previous relationship, which was with a woman. Um, but the women that I tend to date are more masculine. And even though it's like, I feel like, I don't wanna say it's harder, cause who, who's to say that? But mm -hmm. I, it's hard because you know, masculine presenting women also they have the the feminine uh what's it called attributes of a woman mm -hmm. and characteristics, but also it's some masculine stuff in there now. Mm -hmm. And so, um I'm very, very analytical and I I I love to communicate. If I have something to say, I wanna say it, I wanna talk it, I don't like to argue. But the you know, the person I was dealing with, she at that time was well, she was shut down. And it's like, I had to learn when to bring an issue to her. So if I had an issue, I, I couldn't speak on it right away because she would just blow up at me and put her guard up. And then it was like, what was even the point? What's the point of bringing it up? So I had to like wait or whatever. But it's crazy because, you know, we're still dealing. And, but now she's grown and um, she's learning to meet me there. She's learning to meet me there and at least communicate to me that hey listen right now it's just not the time i don't want to talk about it can we whatever you know yeah. but at first it wasn't that it right was that's that's different from yeah. shutting down Shut telling you that i don't want to talk about mm -hmm. it that's still being open so yeah yeah and yeah. also allowing your partner patience yeah it's like it doesn't make you a bad person if you don't want to talk right now maybe you're bad at communicating but who isn't mm -hmm. you know we've well, all been there or like if you get upset at something like just because he's upset doesn't mean like you just ignore those feelings and like what he's going through like be patient with the person try your best to like you know learn how to communicate with that person mm -hmm. so this i think this kind of leads us to our third question who tends to compromise more in relationships i feel mm -hmm. like that was <laughs> and i think and that y'all's experiences <laughs> like what do y'all think <laughs> y'all always keep looking at me first. <laughs> <laughs> she making these, she make these faces, y'all. Right. She make these faces, and we like let us know just what you think. What do you think? So, I feel like that in my past relationship, that was just an ongoing battle, and y'all know it for me. Like, um, as far as compromise goes, I feel like he compromised physically, but I compromised emotionally, Ooh. and I feel like emotional compromising is worse than physical because my body could be tired but my mind is like girl keep going keep going and for me it was just like I was emotionally drained like personally with myself I just felt like I was always wrong there was something I was always doing wrong you know he had an issue with the word quote-unquote sexy and y'all know I like being sexy and I think Charnel like after she said that, I was like girl you gotta get together when Charnel was like girl you look like a auntie who went to pick up her kids from the soccer game. I was like, oh, but that's how I felt. Like, I just did not feel 
good. And that's when I had to start going to therapy because I know y'all was like, I'm tired of crying. <laughs> like every time I turned around, I was just boohoo crying because I realized there was like a disconnect with me emotionally. Mm-hmm. And I felt like I was compromising to help his ego. Mm-hmm. And in the end, I was like dying. Yeah. 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 Also, do y'all think compromising is a good thing in relationships? Because there's a difference between compromise and sacrifice. Yes. And it's either one of them. I don't like bad. that word. Sacrifice. <laughs> I don't like that word. I like compromising. But if if I'm sacrificing, I I don't want to sacrifice nothing. That that just brings a negative mm-hmm. connotation. Let me ask you this though: Do you feel like you compromise in a relationship and you sacrifice for your child? I will sacrifice for my child because he didn't ask to be here. So if I have to change something about myself to better to be better for him, I'm going to sacrifice that. But for somebody who's wanting to be in my life and that I want to be in my life, even even if it's to the point, because at the end of the day, I don't feel like, I mean, I may be biased because I'm single, so I'm going to say I don't need, not, not saying I don't need a man because I'm very so much all for needing and wanting a man. But like I said, my child didn't ask to be here. So in order for me to be a better person, if I have to sacrifice, yes, but I'm not going to sacrifice something that I love about myself for somebody who can be replaced. And that's why I feel like it is, that, that could be like definitely opinion-based too, because I, I feel like the only way that I would sacrifice something is if you sacrifice you. Like it, and it depends on what is it. You know, we're mm-hmm. talking in general. Mm-hmm. So like I would, I can't say that I would never sacrifice Mm-hmm. in a relationship mm-hmm. um it just really depends on the other context of it like mm-hmm. are you sacrificing something too because i'm not just mm-hmm. gonna give give up whatever it is and then you still getting what you want like no if i'm sacrificing you sacrifice mm-hmm. like so and but then that still comes back to compromise in a way yeah. if i'm sacrificing something you sacrifice yeah, something because on compromise but, on but that. where do we draw the difference between the two because sacrifice i mean that to me, that means you completely throwing it out. Compromise mm-hmm. to me means we, we, we're 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 meeting in the middle. Yeah. So that's what I'm. That's that's why I said it's so, such a negative connotation with sacrifice because that means whatever you're throwing out, it'll never come back. It's never I, coming I back. I think of it as we are a team. Mm-hmm. We are a team. Um, and sacrifice. I can see how it does have a negative conversation, yeah. but in my mind, I'm thinking about when I am fully committed and married to you. I will be willing to sacrifice something. <laughs> 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 what? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to say nothing. <laughs> it took me a second to be. I looked at her like, <laughs> you said condemnation. Naomi, uh, wait, Naomi was grinning like a chicken. <laughs> cat, so that's I didn't hold it in because she was over there. <laughs> I was not gonna say like the grin. I was gonna let it slide, but it, I didn't catch the word either. Wait a minute. Naomi was like, Exactly. I could give a real life example to that again. 
my past. Um, I just brought my house. And I don't know about anybody else, but I love my house. I put a lot of work in it. I was working at home full time and being in my space like I had nothing but a box. <laughs> and I sat on this floor and it was so uncomfortable for me when I was trying to put it together. He just felt like he was coming over here more than I was going over there. But I was like, you also have to realize, compromise um, that I no longer live 15 minutes down the way from you. I live. 30 minutes away my job is another 20 minutes further away from you like it just doesn't make sense and I was looked at as if I was not compromising or meeting him enough but I felt like it doesn't make sense and to be honest a part of me was a little bit selfish mm -hmm. I will say that I was just a tiny bit selfish because I just always wanted to be here in my space like oh you should be proud of me but I kind of mm -hmm. felt like it was more so like jealousy mm -hmm. yeah. you know like yeah. it was just a little weird like you have no excitement to help me put up a lamp or anything maybe like that. a man that's jealous ain't gonna never be happy for you mm -hmm. yeah so that that was really hard for me like i i do feel like and y'all can tell me if i'm wrong i compromised a lot you did you did yeah you did you, you tried did. to meet his expectations because yeah. yeah. he, he didn't team. allow you room to like room to be yourself naomi as, mm -hmm. a, as opposed to his expectations i felt like a compromise what could have happened was Okay, let's say you post your, your pictures on Instagram that make you feel sexy. A compromise could have been those could only be pictures that I know you were with me when we were, like, or I took mm -hmm. those of you. That would have been a happy medium. Mm -hmm. I'm the one that took those pictures mm -hmm. so she could post them. You know, it ain't like you took them and you could have sent them, you know, took them for somebody else or somebody mm -hmm. else could have took them. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it, the happy medium to that was I'm the one that took the sexy picture. She just posted it. You know, that mm -hmm. that's a compromise for to his, me. But know. for her not mm -hmm. to be able to post that at all, that's a sacrifice. Mm -hmm. And that, that's why I did feel like you gave a lot of your... Uh, who you truly, who you truly I feel like he knew he knew one side of you and not all of you mm -hmm. and he he fell in love with one side of you but not all of you which yeah. is why yeah. it didn't work yeah. yeah and I feel like that goes back into the whole communication part and which is another reason why I had to go to therapy because I felt like I was walking on eggshells like all of that blowing up on me I do shut down like at that point I shut down because I grew up in a household where people just yelling like mm -hmm you know that was just that that's mm -hmm. how they communicated so now i don't have time for all that yelling like mm -hmm. i need for you to calm down like Kay said we could be calling each other all kind of names and whatnot but we're still like sitting here my voice isn't too elevated like we're communicating effectively but my biggest issue with him was i would be like well how do you want me to fix it oh i don't know I can't do nothing with There's it. I no don't know. Yeah. I can't do anything with the I don't know. You got to fix your own you problem. You just pick it up the and problem, define, but you're not telling me how to fix it. And I like what you said, Kay. Like, kind of define, like, what's sexy. Like, not, like, what you can mm -hmm. and cannot post, but it's just, like, that medium. Mm -hmm. Like, I understand, like, yeah, your boyfriend may not want you exposed on social media and certain mm -hmm. stuff shouldn't be exposed or, yeah. you know, to make him feel uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. But getting down to the bottom of that, like, why can't I post this? What can I post? What will like, make this picture better? What's because those pictures that? were cut. No, they, they were okay. Even, they, they were, were okay. Yeah, they were. Uh, there was no skin wait, showing. Wait. There was nothing. So they say Aisha Curry and Steph Curry are getting a divorce. Oh, because of the stuff that she was posting. Now y'all remember way back in the day when she was like, um, 
dang, what was she like? Oh, I want to be noticed or seen. Where apparently mm-hmm. she's been doing like other stuff, and it's just been very embarrassing. And my conversation with Bay last night, he was like, "Yeah, that's a breaking point for me. Like, if you're doing stuff out there to embarrass me, especially if I kind of ask you not to do," he was like, "Yeah, I cut ties at that point." He and I was like, "Well, what's considered like?" embarrassing he was like i go into a work meeting like steph curry and we supposed to be talking about basketball and they asking me about why my wife wants attention or you dancing on top of bar tables and i was like so i can't twerk on the floor he was like no i don't care about that and he was like too like even if you out with your girls or something and i walk into the room and you don't acknowledge me like i'm not your man he was like i don't do that yeah Mm -hmm. i don't do that at all and i was like okay so you kind of picking people's brain like like you said what to you is defined as doing too much or embarrassing because i might think it's normal Mm -hmm. right yeah but but let's keep it real let's keep it real if i was like this before we got together and you still picked me why should i have to change that part of me you picked me when I was like you this. Have to if it. you didn't Speak like that behavior, you shouldn't have picked me mm-hmm. to change me. You can't change nobody. Wait yeah. a second. But hold on. <laughs> she said, <"Hold." laughs> let me adjust my seat. So I'm not going to lie. Certain times when you meet somebody in a certain atmosphere, like let's just say it was at a work happy hour and they see you in that setting. And then ever since then, it's like you're going out and just you in private settings. They haven't had a chance probably down the line to see you in your full out setting. Because what we kind of doing is this whole representation thing. We putting our best foot forward. We not showing you I'm in my bonnet, my mustache, not waxed. You know, like last night he was like, oh, you never seen me in my real chill clothes, muscle shirt on. You know, I'm all, and I was like. What? I was like, huh? Like, I, I don't. But I think to your point, too, that's why you have to date someone long enough to see those things see in different settings. Of them. Like, you have yeah. to be willing to explore that person in different settings. Not right. just that's one continuous setting. I you gotta give it time. Um, I feel like you should date somebody for a year before y'all become. I wouldn't put a time on it, but I guess <laughs> I'm like, listen, yeah, I would not put a time I'm not on putting it at a, all about yeah. things being organic. If I feel like I know what I need to know to yeah. commit to this, then, yeah. then we're good. But if I feel like I need to see you a little more before I say, yeah. yeah. And that's how people get engaged yeah. and married within six months. They feel like they, they organically yeah. got to that They are point. satisfied with what they know about you. And they know what they knew, what they wanted before they started dating. Yeah, I feel like last for me, last time it was four months. But for me, in every relationship I've had previous, after a year, I don't know what switch, but it's like I start seeing a slight different side, and it's like it literally to the T. After one year, even if we are in a committed relationship, I always feel like if you make it past the year you can, you know, make it a little bit longer because I feel like after that, that's when it really starts to get truly comfortable or you really start to shift to where it's kind of like, I know for me, I'm like, okay, so can I see myself with you for the next five years? Can I see myself really marrying you? Mm -hmm. Like since we made it after a year, in my mind, I start to think. And they do say like you should see a person every season. So a year is a full season. Mm -hmm. And yet, that's when you are like combined with not combined, but like you're meshed into each other's lives. Like the right. year, like like they say, like that first year of marriage is make or break, mm-hmm. just like a relationship and dating. But 
I don't know. Like y'all said, I wouldn't put a time on like when yeah. we become like a committed relationship. Like that is organic. Some people is two weeks and they've been married for twenty years. It's six mm-hmm. months. They're it's already just, engaged. Do I know enough about you to go ahead and commit? And to do you. I feel comfortable enough to be like, am I okay with this? Are- but and I say this about myself. Don't be like I know enough, but I'm gonna try to change you because you ain't gonna get it. You ain't mm-hmm. gonna. It ain't gonna. Like you're enough. Gonna, however, you're enough. If it's a yeah. however, then don't even do it. Yeah. yeah. Don't even do Y'all it. Y'all lesbians be out here. You hop. Like, <laughs> what? 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 So it's a it's a uh, term where it's like, baby, after the first three days, all their clothes is at your house. Like, um, but that. also. Um, a lot of those U-Haul relationships last and they get married. They get married like after a month, two mm-hmm. months, they live together. Sometimes they be taking care of the other people's babies if they got babies already. That. All that. I, I don't know, know if it's just I a I didn't know it was thing. a name for it. That's called U-Haul. There's U-Haul. Pineapple. U-Haul. Pineapple. But what I will know, I mean, no. for me though, I'm not U-Hauling. What I will say though is that I, I did U-Haul once. I did. That was my longest relationship. Um, but now that I know so much and I'm at the age that I am now, like, I'm taking my time. It's a lot. It's I'm, a lot. Le- I'm still learning myself yeah. so much. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I, I need, it's a lot that yeah. I require. Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah. I, I think most of us that grow, go through long-term relationships and we get out of them, baby, when we start over with experience, we start over with some experience. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I know for me, after that six-year relationship, when we was we was talking about doing wifely duties and you ain't even got the title i i can't put myself in that predicament no more i can't give you a hundred percent of me when i don't even have that same respect from you mm-hmm. i can't sit up here and try to change you and ignore your red flags mm-hmm. i can't do it because i know from experience what's going to happen not saying that all men are like this mm-hmm. i just know what to look for now that's mm-hmm. what i was about to ask you was a specific question Specifically, you said you're not going to do these things without a title. Um, if you said if they don't have the same respect for you, if they don't have the same respect for me, so it's not so much about the title, but if I'm giving you X, Y, and Z, and you're giving that back to if if I'm pouring into you and you're pouring back into me, I'm fine with that. Okay, that's that's what I mean. I'm the only one filling up the cup, yeah. Okay. Then who gonna refill my? Then I ain't gonna have right, nothing to give right. you no more. It gets, yeah, I'm dried up, crusty. Yeah, I thought you was basically. <laughs> it's, at first, I thought you was talking from trauma and PTSD because I, I thought you was basically and, and, saying I'm not. If if we not together, right. like across the board, that's I'm how I was. It. That's how I was when we first broke up, and y'all know. For, for y'all I know, know so. I, I, agree, I yeah. sat down for a while mm-hmm. before I even went on a date because I because I knew that mindset was dangerous. Yes, I knew mm-hmm. having that mindset was not healthy, mm-hmm. so I did not date nobody. I don't even know. It was months. Ooh. I didn't even open it myself. Was different. It was different. <laughs> so everybody's weird. different when they come out of relationship. Well, That's no, I'm just that. saying. No, I'm yeah. saying for me, y'all know, because I had a dangerous mindset on. Yeah, me. I mm-hmm. knew. I knew I was hurt, and I would end up hurting somebody else. So there was no reason for me to get, you know, get back into the dating field with that mindset. But now that I have, I like I said, I brought myself joy and I healed myself. Mm-hmm. I can date somebody else right. and be open, but I, I, I'm not. But I know what to, you look, know what to for. look for. Mm-hmm. I know what's not okay. What's 
you know, I know now. Yeah. You, don't, you don't want to be back in that place. I never want to put myself back in that place, and I never will. A lot of people don't understand that. Like, they go jumping. As soon as they get out of a relationship, they jump to the next because they feel like that's going to make them feel when better when they still hurt. And then so you bring in that, those, that, that mindset of that old past relationship to this new thing, and it's like, dang, that's not going to work. Yeah. That's not going to work. So, yeah, I do. I do feel like taking some time for yourself before mm-hmm. you move on to the next thing to try to clean your slate. Mm-hmm. Try to clean yeah. your slate. I would honestly, I mean, this is cliche coming from me. I would honestly seek therapy. Not only therapy, but like a close-knit of friends. And yes, therapy out of a long-term relationship. Six years, especially therapy with a child. With a that child. Was, and yeah. if it was a traumatic experience, yeah, mm-hmm. for sure, therapy. Mm-hmm. So that way you have that support in your healing journey mm-hmm. and making sure I, you don't bring that into new You remember I told y'all I did that little six-week course found some therapist off BetterHelp. And I think the biggest thing that I hated that she told me was I needed to take accountability for a lot of stuff. She was like, half of the stuff that you sat up here and told me was your fault. And when I tell y'all that hurt me, for, mm-hmm. like, I'm like, lady, you don't know me. You don't know what happened. You only know what I told you. And it's just like, no, she was right. Mm-hmm. I put before before me and that person had a kid. We was together for three years. The things that we endured in those three years, I shouldn't have ever even had a kid by him. Yeah, but I ignored all mm-hmm. the because I'm like, oh, he's still gonna change. There's, you know, let's just get us a new scenery. Let's move and and it's gonna change. It's gonna oh, we're getting older, so we're just hurting each other because we're young. I was making excuses for everything, so I took. That, that was the hardest thing in them six weeks to deal with. She said, when you finally take an accountability for your part and your own hurt, then you will you can move on. Mm-hmm. And that will help you change. That's hard. That was hard. Yeah, my therapist read me the pills. I must have cried so hard. I swear, boo-hooing. She said that. Because I'm like, she, like, literally, I started talking. She was like, what's going on? And she was like, I feel like you just a basket case of emotion. She was like, you don't know how to speak up for yourself. Mm-hmm. She was like, you, um, like everything she said, she just read me to absolute filth. And I was just like, whoa, mm-hmm. like homegirl. I was like, dang, you sure I don't know you from nowhere? <laughs> like, who you been talking to? For real. <laughs> and I'll never forget this, like the day before. Me and my ex broke up. She said, I feel like you've been progressive in everything else in your life, but your relationship. So what's she going to do about that? When are you going to get the ball rolling? And I was like, I ain't even speaking yet. <laughs> like, I barely spoke, but I was just like, nah, I think I'm pretty much done. And she was like, oh, you need to ask. And the next day, God must have handled that for me because he was mm-hmm. like, girl, let me go ahead and move this out the way. He was like, you. girl, you know, you oh. take too long. Like, because, <laughs> girl, you said bring you a sign. There you go. Like, <laughs> like, I'm just like, dang, how long? But I mean, look, I, I really do feel like therapy works. I've slowed down on my sessions because I do really need to learn, like, figure out myself, yes. myself. Mm-hmm. But she did help in a lot of mm-hmm. ways. And me writing down, like, one of the biggest assignments she gave me was write down your perfect man like build a man from top to bottom but on top of that write your requirements but write how you want that person to respond Mm -hmm. like what does that response look like for you and how you also respond 
to certain triggers and certain things. So that way that person knows what to look out for because that's what I wasn't doing. Mm-hmm. And also, I think that when we're writing down these traits that we want in a man, you have to write down the coexisting traits of a woman that we should have as women in order for to get a man like that. Because you can't be asking for a man. I want my man to make a hundred thousand. He got to have his own car. He got to he got to be a good communicator. And and we don't have nothing to you not that's what literate. men and that's why men be like well, what do you bring to the table and half of the time men don't care if you don't bring the same amount of money but you can't be working at mcdonald's and you won't or you can't be um and no shade because no, <laughs> no i heard if you work at mcdonald's for a long time you start franchising so no shade to nobody. <laughs> Right. But I'm just saying, like, if you're going to build a man, you need to build the woman that compliment him and see oh, if you fit is. those requirements. Because if you don't, then you need to stop Preach. asking for that oh, man. Okay. And hold on. And hold on. <laughs> and hold on. Because when you're sitting up there asking the Sierra prayer, you need to pray and ask God to make sure you are in your right state of mind spiritually, right. mentally, and emotionally. Because yeah, then yeah. you're going to mishandle that man when he comes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. No, what you sent me a video, okay? Not too long. You actually sent all of it, but I don't know if they watched it, but I watched it. And it was a woman. She said, Not only do you have to, like, um, write down the men that you want, but she asked the question as a woman, What do you bring to the table? And I had to sit back and really think about that because like, I was like, Hold on. Bring? It's more than just pussy or yes. you can cook, you can clean. It's, it's more, more than, than that. More than a job, more than money. Okay. Let's talk about it. What what should women bring to the table when they ask women that? What what are we supposed to what are well, we supposed I'll, to say? Well, I'll start because that actually happened to me. My first <laughs> day with Jalen, almost a year ago, my first day with Jalen. I'll never forget it. When he asked me that question, we had sat down, ate dinner, we went to my car and started talking. We were talking for like five hours. We didn't go home to five, six AM. Had to work the next day and he asked me that question he's like it's like he came to the date with questions ready to ask to get to know if he should take it to the next step mm-hmm. and that's what i like like dating is like a interview it's not an interrogation but it's an interview like we not just come in to have a casual date like he knew what he wanted and vice versa i knew what i wanted it was we both wanted a relationship and something serious so it's like he came to the date with certain questions and things in his mind that he was looking for and so he did ask me, what do you bring to the table? When I tell y'all, I had thought about that question before, but no one has ever asked me that question. And I kind of remember my answer. It was so on the spot and it was so late at night. And I, I think I said something to the effect of, you know, I bring support. Um, I bring um, my mindset, my knowledge. I bring... Um, a, a certain level of skill set. I bring balance to the relationship. I bring comfort to the relationship. But also all those other other qualities, it was like, you know they're there. Yeah. You know, we know we can cook. You know you can yeah. clean. Right. Like, if you walk into my apartment, that should tell you everything you need to know about the everyday surface level stuff. Right. But I feel like he really wanted to know on those days where he needs someone to be there, are you going to be yeah, there right like there. no matter what? Yeah. If I need you to do this, work like are you going to give me pushback or are you just going to trust me to be like we doing this like that's where that sacrifice and compromise comes back from if my husband comes home one day and he's like we're moving to california 
we need to start packing. I probably, if I really trust you and you are my husband and lifelong partner, I probably won't ask too many questions. I should be asking, when do we have to leave? And what else do you need me to do? Because I just trust you that much and you are my man and you are my leader. You just need to tell me what to do. Not not tell me what to do, but it's like just tag, tag me in. Like, what's the plan? Right. And I'm going to be there. And to mm-hmm. piggyback off of that, like, when a man asks you, what do you bring to the table? I feel like a lot of it is these women that be like, oh, he still, he tell his mama everything or he, because he can't talk to you. You don't have the good common sense to where if he is having a bad day or if he do need somebody to support him emotionally or so, he can't trust you to be that person. So mm-hmm. do you bring a nurturing uh, side of you to the table? Do you bring mm-hmm. somebody who's caring to the table? Mm-hmm. Because if you don't even bring that part of you, then don't be complaining when I'm sitting up here calling my mama or you sitting up here mad because I got a friend that's a girl on the phone because I know she going to listen. If you don't bring stuff, like you said, because of course we all know, okay, you could cook, you could clean, obviously you you your BMI 32%. So obviously I know you know how to cook or at least eat, you know. <laughs> and I feel like the attitude, like you have a combative attitude, like everything they do is an issue. Right. Yeah. Then right. Do you have are you patient? Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. Like it's just like that. That's the when a man asks that, that's what he wanna know. He wants to mm-hmm. know the stuff he can't see that can't be told right off the bat. So yeah, I think and that's where women, y'all don't have it. A lot of women women ask too many questions. And it's like, if you don't trust this person, then why are they even around? You don't trust them. I feel like depending on the person, you got to ask. But I actually wrote mine down. Okay. Look, honey, I have a whole thing. It says desires from a husband. And it's six things on there. And then it says what I can offer. And the first one is to grow and multiply. Because y'all know I'm a big business person. So if you hand me $1,000, I can turn it into two. Like, that's just me. I'm an entrepreneur mindset. Mm-hmm. And then peace, because I don't do yelling. Right. Y'all know that. Like, I'm just that was big. Yeah, yeah bringing peace. Financial support. I'm not a child. Like, you don't have to take care of me. Mm-hmm. Clearly, I have my own house. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't plan on getting rid of it. So, if something was to happen to him, I can pick up where you left off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah, if he man. gives you, like, 10000 pay the bills or pay everything exactly. off, you know what to do. I know what to do. Support, of course, and then I understand the biblical role of a husband. Oh, amen. Ooh. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Y'all about to get started. No, no, no. But I had to look that up. Yeah, like, my therapist right. was like, do you even know what that is? She was like, go find the Bible verse and ask him if he know and, what it is. And, and mm-hmm. read how you're supposed to be as a wife, biblically. Because if you're going to stand in front of a pastor and, te- and he say, by the powers vested in me, if y'all don't even know what them roles are, then y'all could have went to Vegas and had Elvis marry y'all. <laughs> But if you go, but if you gonna sit down and read that Bible, how y'all supposed to ask each other? Then that's when you go ask the pastor. Ooh, to marry hold on. Y'all. I got the Bible verses right here. Uh-huh. Read them. Read them. First Timothy three eleven says, "In the same way, their wives are to be women worthy of respect, mm-hmm. not malicious talkers, not malicious talkers." Which means don't be talking a whole bunch of shit. Don't be talking outside of your neck all the time, mm-hmm. like doing all that cussing. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But temperate and trustworthy in everything. Ooh. Have it under control. Have yeah. some self-control. Mm-hmm. Temporary. Yeah. If y'all don't know what that is, y'all better look it up. And that don't <laughs> and why are you attacking our audience? I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> coming for y'all. But look, listen here. That don't necessarily mean I'm coming for women. Because a yeah. lot of a lot of black women 
own up to y'all stuff. Like my therapist said, a lot of black women want to blame men so much for stuff, but they Hold only up. react. They only giving you what you give, mm-hmm. what you have to offer. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I'm not attacking y'all, but y'all got to take that accountability. And, that's and I was there. I, I was that person that wasn't. So I understand both sides, but it's just being temperate, baby. Mm-hmm. It, it's mm-hmm. hard, but if you, you got to be mindful, especially like, I feel like. Technical difficulties. So 50 Cent had said something like, you know, the reason why he, initially started liking I guess foreign women was because growing up he always saw black women like arguing fighting upset all the time struggling all the time and here it is you look at these other races and they looking happy la-di-da-di like they don't have the same issues that we have and going back to you know as a young boy as a mom or your situation that's the first example that you mm-hmm. see so you trash talking a whole bunch of black men or you always angry all the time you always arguing that's the first impression of a black woman that he's gonna see you know what i'm saying and kind of being mindful of that like that's not the aura you want to bring into the house so i feel like that also plays a role into us like you know or not even just us but certain women in general just really happen to focus in like on communication Mm -hmm. again you know compromise realize okay you know what this argument don't need to take place here right, maybe we need right, to take right. it outside like right. maturity and growth at the end yeah, of the day yeah. i feel like like you said we got to take accountability and do a lot better That's a wrap for this episode of Asking. We hope you enjoyed our discussion and gained some new insights into the everyday life questions that we all face. Don't forget to like and subscribe and leave a comment to let us know what you think. Follow us at Asking the Podcast on all platforms. We love hearing from our listeners and appreciate your support. Until next time, keep being curious and asking questions. This is Asking, signing off.